Hi, and welcome to the Munster Technological University alumni podcast series featuring graduates, friends and new connections. I'm Julianne. And my name is Pat. And we're your hosts for this new season of the Alumni Relations Podcast. In this week's episode, we are talking to Ethan McGrath. Ethan graduated from MTU with an honours degree in Health and Leisure, specialising in adapted physical activity from our Trilly campus. After graduating, Ethan participated in the Student Inc. programme, which was a three-month programme for startup companies funded by Enterprise Ireland. Ethan has always dreamed of starting his own business and has always had a passion for health, well-being and fitness, which motivated him to participate in the programme. Today, he is currently living out his dream of being his own boss after setting up his own business, The Sequel Way, which continues to grow and expand rapidly. Hi, Ethan. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. So your business, The Sequel Way, offers specialized fitness programs for clients of all ages and abilities. Can you tell us a little bit more about some of the specific services you offer? So when I initially started the business, I wanted to, well, you've all heard of group circuit classes and group fitness classes, but I wanted to come up with ones that were different and weren't being done by anyone else. So initially, I got the partnership with the Aquila Club in the Glen Eagle Hotel in Kearney, and I straight away advertised fully inclusive circuit classes. So just to give you an idea of the type of people I had in those classes, I had your typical very fit man or woman between the ages of 20 and 40, I had people with severe intellectual disabilities, adults 70 plus, pregnant women, people recovering from cancer, and I put them all into the same class um, and just specifically tailored different exercises to that individual. So we were all doing the same class, but different people were doing an exercise differently to suit their needs and their abilities. And that's something that isn't really being around. You launched the sequel way back in 2019. Uh, what was your vision when you started your business and is your vision different today? So I suppose initially it was just um, an idea in my head. You know, I was just finishing up college and I was always mad to get into the industry um, in terms of delivering kind of health and well-being and fitness services. But as I was saying, initially it was just an idea. The vision was just kind of always to be from my own business. It was always a dream of mine and I never thought I'd get that opportunity until I seen the, you know, the emails and student thing. Um, so the the initial vision was just to kind of set up a variety of services revolving around kind of one-to-one um, with people with disabilities, um, group classes, both indoors and outdoors in the gyms and outdoor settings like that. And um, I always wanted to do online coaching because I'd seen so many coaches that were doing it. Um, so that was kind of one vision. I mean, in the space of you know, a couple of months, I got an opportunity to go into my, my own place. So. If there was no real kind of initial vision, it was just kind of take it as it comes. Um, but here I am now, I'm still running the business full time, even after the three month program finished. Great. So, one of the things that kind of stood out to us when we were researching is the name of the business. We think it's kind of unusual, a bit interesting for a fitness company. What was the inspiration behind that? So, we had um, a project that we had to do in, it was either third year or fourth year, where you'd come up with um, a business name and come up with a service. It was for like part of a market, marketing module. And so many people kind of had their own names and stuff, and I and some of the likes kind of stand out. So, I was thinking when I was watching um, a movie, I was watching Fast and the Furious, and by the way, there was different, um, different movies, they call them sequels. And the idea was that when a client starts with my business, that they were like starting their new chapter with me. And that's where I added in the subheading to the business where one chapter ends, another begins. So that was kind of 
the inspiration behind the name is that anyone that started with Deeper Way was starting a new chapter in life. And Ethan, you started your business back as part of the Student Inc. in the Tralee yeah. campus. I think it's the Tom Crean Centre and in Cork we have the Rubicon Centre, which is a programme yeah. set up to encourage student entrepreneurs to develop their business ideas. Can you tell us a little bit more about the programme? Yeah, perfect. So um, basically, it was a three-month program that gave us all the skills and expertise that we needed to actually start up the business. So obviously, I didn't come from a business background, so I had no idea what it actually took to start the business. And I remember getting the email towards the end of the year. I was like, this is definitely for me. This is what I need to do. And I was just kind of blown away by all the different things you need to know and be aware of to actually start the business. So that you had to, I think one of the main things that I, learn from the program is that you need to stand out um, as a business. You can't just start the business because you like doing it. But um, everyone inside Tom Greenson, where I definitely owe a huge help. So it was a place where every day that I walked in, there was people in there who wanted to see me do well and were willing to go out their way to help me. So it was a really, really supportive environment. Um, and it was great for, I suppose, just kind of with other businesses and getting other ideas off other people. So. I give you all big thanks to all the guys in the Calgary Centre as well. To join Student Inc, you had to be a student. So you graduated with an honours degree in health and leisure with adopted physical activity from MTU Kerry. So we're just wondering how this programme prepared you for the fitness enterprise world. Initially, when I went into the course, it was just because I, I loved going to the gym. I liked health and wellbeing. But the course itself, definitely probably one of the best courses in the country in terms of health, wellbeing and fitness. So it gave us a very large variety of modules that we could choose from and pick and choose from. And I just kind of developed a passion for adaptive physical activity, which is only a course topic in a few places in all of Europe. All offers like a very high skill set of people working with disabilities and stuff. So that's kind of what made me go after that and kind of what I've stuck with today. And Ethan, I suppose like you'd have to commend you on a certain aspect as well because you kind of started this business from such a young age. And I think yeah. entrepreneurs sometimes face problems owed to ageism in the business world. Have you ever faced yeah. any challenges like this throughout your time in business? Like, do you find it hard to be taken seriously being so young? Do you know, that's, that's an interesting question. I think um, we're kind of in a society today where everything is dictated on what's right and wrong. Like you have to go to school, you have to go to college and you have to work in your sector for like five or ten years under poor pay and just that's just the way it's expected but like as I was saying earlier you know I'm not I'm not someone that likes to follow the crowd I like to stand out do my own thing and that's what I've done you know I've started up my own business at a young age I mean I didn't I haven't really faced any kind of problems like that obviously I definitely had to work a bit harder and in terms of kind of improving my skill set around business and stuff like that so I definitely have to I had to put in a lot more effort, but um, uh, other than that, you know, it's been a, a very enjoyable journey so far. Like, as I was saying as well, a lot of, it's, a lot of the business journey has been during this pandemic, so it's a case of learning to adapt and progress accordingly. So we know you have personal experience as well, working as a personal trainer. When you decided to set up a business, did you know you wanted it to be in the fitness industry, or did you just know you wanted to set up a business in general? Yeah, so so I knew that it was going to be revolving around the whole idea of personal training, but obviously it's an industry that's quite saturated at the moment um, with personal trainers. So I wanted to come up with a business that was different from others in the sense that 
catered for all ages and all abilities with a sole aim to promote full inclusion in the services. So like the services include, as we said, like one-to-one kind of large and small group coaching, both online and in and outdoors. And I just wanted to create services that were offered to everyone, regardless of who you are, regardless of your ability or where you came from. And again, just promote that full sense of inclusion and in the services. You mentioned there that um, online coaching world and personal training has become quite a saturated market. Yeah. Like I, I suppose we all know somebody that's kind of involved in personal training in one way or another. But I think you kind of mentioned in a previous conversation that the APA adapted physical activities untapped market. What yeah. do you mean by that for some of our listeners listening? So the course um, APA saw it offers a high skill set in terms of working people of all ages and abilities, specifically people with disabilities. It's only offered in well, in the old Institute of Technology Tree and one other place in Europe. So with um, a market where there's a massive demand for services and programs, there's actually not enough specialists there to deliver those programs and services. So I was quite surprised initially why people from APA weren't going out on their own and doing their own thing when you know, government and other services, both public and private, are crying out for these services, like such as the ones that I explained already. So there's so much there are so many different pathways that can be taken and again it's just with the sole aim to kind of improve and or increase the, um, the amount of people from various abilities getting involved in physical activity. There's a wide variety of the people that you kind of tend to work with and one thing that we noticed when we were researching your business was that you've landed some interesting partnerships and contracts in your time in business already. Can you elaborate more on like some of the contracts that you've kind of received to date and how did they come about? Yeah, perfect. So when I initially started the program, I knew I was going to need a base to actually run the services. But the guys in the Aquila Club in the Glen Eagle Hotel Clarney were very kind to kind of give me or give me a starting point to create that foundation. So that's kind of where I started um, running the services. And um, then I, when I finished the three month program in inside in the Concrete Center, I decided to stick with the, with the business full time because that means moving into the building with another. Went into an office with another company. So um, there was a company, Mobility Genie, that I kind of partnered up with. So they're running this new building in um, Farm 4. So that was the, the next kind of gig that, or the next kind of gig that came, came my way. And then I got offered two other contracts um, from disability services um, in the private sector. And I also got offered. Um, contracts in the prison service the next itself will be. So they were all kind of goals I had set for myself for twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. And thankfully they've they come about I've been able to So it's kind of unavoidable. I have to mention COVID if you're doing an interview at the moment. So um this has obviously resulted in a lot of restrictions being placed on the fitness industry. So we're just wondering how you've adapted your business to fit the restrictions and continue operating under the new circumstances. So when the first lockdown happened, um, or when it ended, sorry, I should say, I went all outdoors and um, doing outdoor group class or group fitness classes around Kerry. I started in the Clarendon National Park. And I was just I just started doing them a couple of days a week, and then I was very quickly doing them five to six days a week. Um, and then I went into more rural areas where there was a big demand for kind of physical activity exercise health and well-being uh, classes and services so i was quickly doing you know between five and ten outdoor sessions a week um, around Kerry 
And then I just completely launched my online um, services. So I started launching online exercise, progressive um, exercise nutrition programs, all done from the comfort of people's own home and without the need of equipment. And that kind of entails designing home workouts, nutrition plans, all tailored to their needs, their goals. So and I'm still obviously doing that now. Obviously, I can't meet up with any clients one-to-one, but I've just expanded my online base and brought on a lot more clientele than I did after the first lockdown. So I now have all the clientele and enjoying every bit of it. And I suppose following on from what Julianne said, the elephant in the room is COVID-19. And I guess that we're all kind of home more frequently than we normally would be. As a business owner, is there anything that you've kind of incorporated into your day to day life to kind of keep your focus or maintain productivity? Um, I think having um, a routine, a solid routine day to day is very important because when the first lockdown came, like my routine was all over the place. I had no structure to my day. Like there was nothing. My next day wasn't planned out. And organizational, my organization skills were definitely probably my poorest point and something I've had to work on over the last few months. But I think right now I'm having a clear plan anyone listening, having a clear plan of what your day is going to entail. If you're working from home, set out how many hours you're going to be working, um, set out a nice, clear, concise timetable, especially for uh, physical activity. Like we all know, that's quite important um, in terms of taking care of our mental health, especially with another nine weeks of lockdown. So I think, yeah, having a, a well-structured timetable day-to-day and a consistent routine is definitely key to getting through this. So a lot of the people listening to this are going to be students and potential entrepreneurs. And we're just wondering if you have any advice that you could pass on to young aspiring entrepreneurs that might be considering following in a similar path to you. From a young age, one of my biggest goals was to start a business. Um, I've always had the type of mindset that nothing or no one was going to ever stop me from getting to where I wanted to be in life. And I've kind of kept that kind of, you could say, like cocky mindset, maybe. but. What I would say is if you truly believe that, that starting a business is for you and that you believe you can get there, give it everything, um, work hard. Like It's definitely not easy. Uh, last month's been, been quite tough. But if you truly believe you'll get there, nothing or no one's going to stop you getting there. And I suppose we, we know that you have a few exciting things coming up in the pipeline. Is there anything that you kind of want to share with our listeners or shamelessly plug, I suppose? Yeah, so as I was saying, I got an opportunity to more to a location in Farm Fork um, with the, the company I was currently with Mobility Clinic. And so I'm setting up like a large kind of outdoor area for outdoor classes. Again, going back to what I was saying, adapting to the times. Um, one thing I did learn from working uh, with clients over the last few months was there was a big shift of interest in outdoor classes. Clients and stuff didn't really want to go back into gyms or anything like that anymore. So I'm designing an outdoor area for classes and there'll be a room inside for doing a variety of indoor kind of classes, one-to-one work. Um, I'd be able to use it for me and stuff like that. And then other than that, I'm just taking on and expanding in terms of my online clientele. So with the help of an employee, I'll be taking on uh, a lot more people over the coming few months. So it's, a, it's exciting times. Just wondering, based off what you said there, when you said there's a lot more interest in like outdoor classes and online classes, do you think there's going to be like long-lasting impacts okay. of COVID on on the industry? Yeah, well, you no, know, online coaching was already taking off quite big, um, and now it's just 
what's been blown out of the water. Everyone, everyone's doing it. Everyone wants to engage in it. And it's so convenient for anyone that wants to do it. So I think that would be a lasting thing, the whole idea of online coaching. I don't think there'll be as much attraction to gyms for many people. You know, we're talking about a population that a lot of are too nervous or too shy or unconfident going to the gym. So I think that's one thing that will definitely stay um, and continue to grow. And I think, as we were saying there, the, the outdoor kind of exercise and stuff will definitely be a much bigger thing that people will be getting involved in and will enjoy a lot more. One of the final questions that we want to ask you, Ethan, is like, what was your biggest career highlight to date? Like, what's one of the biggest things that kind of stands out in your memory? I think getting the opportunity to go into kind of my own setup and my own place, like, you know, that's some things I thought would be a 10-year down the line kind of a thing. And now I've kind of got the opportunity, again, thanks to all the guys here. But um, there's been a lot of things like, you know, I've set goals each year, you know, getting doing private sessions with people with disabilities, getting into the disability sector was a big goal. Um, getting involved in the prison service was a, was a big goal. Each month that kind of passes, I'm getting slowly closer to all of the goals that I've set for myself. So hard to put it down to one different thing, but I think definitely getting the chance to come into my own place and being able to offer those services is definitely, definitely a big highlight of mine and hopefully a bigger and better thing to come. What would be your five-year plan? What's your hopes and goals for the Seco Way now going forward? Be one of the best physical activity, exercise, health and well-being centres in the country, Europe, the world. <laughs> like, again, that's what I'm saying. Like that's the type of mindset I have. Like you know, I'm determined and motivated to get to the top. And as I was saying earlier, I always have been from a young age. I didn't always know what the top was or where it was, but that's the kind of mindset I have. You know, I'm going to the top with the business and. Looking forward to the journey along the way. Well, Ethan, it definitely sounds like that you're on the road to success. Um, thank you for your time today, for sharing your story with us. And we wish you the best of luck in the future. Yeah, no, it's nice, it's nice to meet you now. Take sure. care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week to hear from more MTU alumni. Check out mtu.ie for more information on Innovation and Enterprise Month.